You're listening to the On The Go with VAO News Podcast for the week ending March 4th, 2016. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is our weekly recap of the top headlines from this week's daily acquisition news. Thank you for joining us today. I am Bill Olver, VAO content developer and senior news writer. And I'm Dara Curran, content developer and fellow news writer. The Office of Management and Budget has released draft guidance for a new effort on federal data centers. The new Data Center Optimization Initiative will apply to all CFO Act agencies, including the Department of Defense, and will supersede the 2010 Federal Data Center Consolidation Initiative. Key provisions of the draft guidance include, for 180 days after the final guidance is issued, Agencies will be prohibited from using any funds or resources to create a new data center or significantly expand an existing facility unless they get approval from the federal CIO. Agencies must continue increasing virtualization uh, by considering, in order of priority, transitioning to as-a-service offerings, migrating to shared services or co-located data centers, and migrating to better optimized data centers within their own inventory. The administration's cloud-first policy will continue to apply when new mission or support applications are planned. Agencies also will be required to install automated energy metering tools and use them to collect and report data center energy usage. GSA will establish a contract for these tools, which agencies will be required to use unless they have developed a business case establishing the cost and efficiency benefits of a separate procurement vehicle. Comments on the draft guidance may be submitted via GitHub. Suggestions also may be submitted via email directly to the federal CIO. Links to these options are included in our daily news article on VAO, and you can find the link to that article on the same page where you found this podcast. OMB also is drafting a new IT modernization policy in the event Congress approves the administration's request for an IT modernization fund. That fund would provide money for projects to replace outdated legacy systems. Now, in this draft policy, OMB says it will implement IT modernization in four phases. First is developing the project criteria. Areas that will be considered in funding projects will include security risk, the importance of the system to the agency's mission, and potential cost savings. Second, identifying and prioritizing systems. Agencies will have until May 31st to identify three high-priority systems for modernization based on the criteria developed under Phase 1. Step 3, planning. Also by May 31st, GSA will finalize and publish the criteria agencies must use to choose systems for modernization and will publish a template for identifying these systems. By July 31st, Agencies will be required to submit a minimum of three modernization profiles, one for each system included on the high-priority list. And finally, execution. The plan depends on Congress improving the administration's request for $3.1 billion for the modernization fund. However, that fund is not the only method for paying for modernization projects, so OMB directs agencies to plan to modernize systems within the budget process. According to OMB, the fund will supplement and accelerate modernization projects and should not duplicate existing funding. If Congress authorizes the fund, GSA will work with selected agencies to refine their proposals. 
While OMB has its new data center guidance under review, the Government Accountability Office has done a status check of the progress that federal agencies are making on the Federal Data Center Consolidation Initiative, or FDCCI. The 24 participating departments and agencies have identified a total of approximately 10,500 data centers and closed 3,125 through fiscal year 2015. That translates to an estimated 2.8 billion dollars in savings and cost avoidances between fiscal year 2011 and fiscal year 2015. Agencies did fall short of OMB's goal of trimming 40% of the non-core centers by 2015, though they are on track to meet that goal by the end of this fiscal year. Moreover, agencies project an additional $5.4 billion in savings by the end of fiscal 2019, and GAO noted that figure may be even understated, since 10 agencies have not fully developed their cost savings and avoidance goals for fiscal 2016 through 2018. Those goals are required to be developed and reported annually by the Federal Information Technology Acquisition Reform Act, however, so GAO recommended those agencies that haven't yet completed those projections get up on it. The Procurement Roundtable and National Contract Management Association are accepting nominations for the 2016 Elmer B. Stats Contracting Professional Excellence Award. This recognizes a federal acquisition professional who has contributed significantly to acquisition policy or operations in the past 24 months. Nominees must possess, at a minimum, a bachelor's degree and have between five and ten years of service as a civilian or defense agency contracting officer, contract specialist, procurement analyst, cost and price analyst, or other GS-1102 position. Applications can be downloaded from the Procurement Roundtable's website. The winner will receive a $5,000 cash prize. Nominations must be received by April 20th. In Defense News, in a February 26th memorandum, Defense Procurement and Acquisition Policy Director Claire Grady announced an update to the internal controls required for business systems performing procure-to-pay functions. The update expands on the controls established in a May 2011 memorandum and is intended to improve system interoperability. These controls ensure that organizations planning for and implementing procurement systems are in compliance with policy requirements, including the need to share procurement data electronically in standard formats across federal and defense systems. DPAP and the Deputy CFO plan to update the controls as new rules are established in policy. The Defense Information Systems Agency has released a request for proposals for its Encore 3 IT services contract. Encore 3 is valued as much as $17.5 billion and is a follow-on to Encore 2, oddly enough, which is slated to expire in <laughs> 2018. The multiple award IDIQ will include a five-year base period of performance and five one-year option periods. Responses are due by April 4th. The Small Business Administration has announced that in fiscal year 2015, federal agencies for the first time met their women-owned small business contracting goal, awarding 5.05% or 17.8 of $352.2 billion in total eligible contracting dollars to WOSBs. Agencies also awarded record-breaking amounts to small businesses overall, as well as to service disabled veteran-owned small businesses and small disadvantaged businesses. The accomplishments include awarding 25.75% of eligible federal contracts, that's $90.7 billion, to small businesses, making it the third year in a row the government has surpassed its 23% small business procurement goal. 
awarding 3.93% of eligible contracting dollars, or $13.8 billion, to SDVOSBs, and awarding 10.06% of eligible contracts, valued at $35.4 billion, to SDBs. SBA plans to release its full annual procurement scorecard later this year. In related news, SBA has also completed its study of the industries in which WOSBs are underrepresented in federal contracting, and therefore would be eligible for the WOSB program and contracting set-asides. SBA has identified a total of 113 North American industry classification system codes in which WOSBs are either underrepresented or substantially underrepresented. The full list of designated codes is available on SBA's WOSB website and will apply to all solicitations issued on or after March 3, 2016. That's all we have for this week. If you're a government agency subscriber to the Virtual Acquisition Office website, you can find links to this week's headlines for further reading on VAO on the same page where you downloaded this podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us again for the next Daily News podcast on March 11th. Goodbye.